it's scary. Like, I'm not saying any other injury wouldn't be like less or, or, or more, but it's definitely scary when it comes to your eyesight. You know, it's something that. The All-Star app, the number one app in the business, UFC, Bellator, One Championship, PFL, and more. Get the app right now, link in description. You're already in Europe. Did you, when did you arrive? Uh, early, yesterday. Right? Yeah, oh, yesterday. yesterday. I, at the start of the camp, Eugene and I kind of just like planned out. Um, obviously, like this is a pretty far away place uh, from New Zealand. So we kind of just planned out how we would do it. In that last week, we adjusted. So I'd fit all my sessions in just a little bit earlier. And then I'd just get here a few days early. I think like Bellator probably would have got me here on Tuesday. So um that would have only really been like five days out from the fight, whereas like that extra couple of days just gives me a bit to shake everything off. For sure. Well, you've been fighting all around the world, though. So you're kind of yeah, used to it, right? I, and like I am for sure, but I feel like I've been fighting all around the world with no money. So it's kind of like a bit different when you're just sort of like, look, like I can afford it now. I can like make sure that I'm acclimatizing and doing all the things like, yeah, for sure. Like I'm, I've been getting through, but, um, and I am familiar with the UK. Like I used to live in Scotland and stuff. So it's not like I don't know what to expect, but nonetheless, it's still like a whole day to get here. And, um, and then you add in the transfers and getting to the airport three hours early, whatnot, all of that, um, it adds up. So I just thought like, since I have the ability to, and I'll give myself the best chance to acclimatize and get here earlier then I might as well. So here we are. For sure, for sure. Um, it's been around 10 months between fights for you now. And uh, after your fight in Hawaii, did you feel like you needed to take some time away from competition? Um, s Sort of. It like, wasn't necessarily super intentional again, but um, I had another, basically knew that like I had another eye surgery planned for when I was getting back to Australia. So uh, for that reason, I sort of like... One, the eye surgery took a little bit longer than I thought, and then I had to recover off it. And then um, I wanted to start looking into the move to New Zealand anyway. So I took the opportunity as soon as I was cleared to fly again to to come over to Auckland and visit. And then I guess like having that conversation with Eugene, I knew that I wanted my next camp to be at City Kickboxing. I didn't want to rush into it in any way. I wanted to be a part of the team first and then jump into the camp rather than um, like coming over and rushing everyone and, and kind of getting everyone used to me straight away and, and, and just expecting that I was going to get the attention that you need while you're in camp and prepping for a competition. So um, it was sort of like a combination of a few things. I haven't been super active over the last couple of years, like definitely not as active as I would have liked to be. So um, it wasn't intentional, I suppose, say, but it kind of worked out definitely for the best. Before we get into the, the training camp at City Kickboxing, the eye surgery, could you give us any details about that and how that went? Yeah, sure. Um, everything went pretty well considering. Um, so I had a detached retina um, at the end of 2021 and then I got a full um, surgery on that. There's like a special name for it, but ultimately they just kind of attach like a buckle around my eyeball, which is kind of crazy. It's like a little silicon rubber band around the eyeball and, um, and fix all of that up. So I got that done. That went pretty well. I mean, we had some issues a couple of weeks after, so I just ended up getting some more uh, procedures, which was painful, but it, it definitely worked out for the best. I'm kind of almost happy that we did those extra procedures. Um, again, obviously I do a high risk 
job and just because we've done the surgery doesn't necessarily mean that that covers me and clears me so um doing the extra stuff i think just gave me that little bit of confidence to know that there couldn't really be any more things done to support the eye so that was really good and then um yeah i was meant to get the second surgery before my last fight but um i basically just bargained with the ophthalmologist and the surgeon and was like can we just do it after um how much worse can i possibly make it blah 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 and then yeah so we so we moved it to after and that went fairly well as well like i we didn't have any complications luckily it just took a little bit longer than i expected yeah you can't even tell like i'm looking at your eyes yeah i can't (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah you 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 can if you look yeah. at your face okay i can't tell at all yeah. it looks like you didn't even get anything done yeah well that's good and i usually am wearing the glasses i've just been kind of mm-hmm. cruising at the moment because obviously i'm not really driving over here so i don't necessarily need them um but yeah it's like a little bit of an adjustment i mean generally i'm pretty lucky it's just the fact that i can't really see that well out of that left eye so work with it <laughs> yeah that's great that's great to hear that uh you know it's concerning because you've seen michael bisping lose his eye completely you know and when you see something like that whenever someone got say eye injury you you have a part of you that's concerned for them like you know of course what's really yeah. going on but that's that's good to hear and, and it's you're definitely back- like it's scary like i'm not saying any other injury wouldn't be like less or, or or more but it's definitely scary when it comes to your eyesight you know it's something that like you use your legs all the time 100 acl recons i couldn't imagine oh sorry and all the like um recovery and stuff for those things is like a lot and a lot of pressure for the, a lot of people but when it comes to your eyesight you know something that you sort of i guess take advantage like take for granted a lot um then it is like a, a definitely a head and a mind battle more than anything for sure and you said that you wanted to get into city kickboxing and train before you actually get into a training camp when did you actually get over there and start training with everybody um i ended up getting there in november i would like to have gotten there earlier but um moving countries is a bit of a you know thing makes sense so i think in my head i was just like oh a couple of months i can get over there it should be fine but obviously had a few loose ends to tie up and and change leases and all these things and um so i got there in november but um it's honestly been one of the smoothest moves i've ever made i've obviously lived in a lot of different places all purely for like mixed martial arts and just because of certain situations like COVID and all that sort of thing that have pushed me to go to different areas or, or just wanting to like get more exposure or whatever it may have been. This is another one of those moves, but um, nonetheless has been the easiest and, and I guess the um, easiest for me to integrate and kind of move in as well. So that's been amazing. Was this camp a little bit longer for you compared to like maybe previous camps? Yeah. I mean, we, I pretty much only had one day off and that was Christmas day. Um, and it's like been a nine, nine week camp. So, I mean, fantastic. And I, I mean, really like I did, an, an, I did an extra spider. I did an extra few things here and there thing, just like mentally, I kind of wanted to come into this team and I know how important these next few years are going to be as well, I guess. So I just want to do everything right. And anything that any of that advice that was given to me from such a phenomenal gym like City Kickboxing and from a phenomenal mind like Eugene, I just kind of did whatever they said. And and for that reason, obviously, it was a little bit longer and that kind of thing. It wasn't even necessarily that he suggested it to be longer, but it just kind of worked out like that. And obviously, it started around that Christmas, New Year's time. So um, for that reason, I was just like, none of that is, is an excuse. And we're not really going to miss a session. Um, we're going to enjoy our time with our family where I can. But nonetheless, like the training is the priority. And that's sort of what happened here. 
is it like a, a relief of burden kind of to just let them decide like what to do and then you just follow the protocol? Absolutely. I think like even saying that to him, I was like, this is the first time ever. All I have to do is show up. I mean, like there was a couple of times that, well, I mean, like obviously UFC Perth, Eugene was away. That was probably like the most effort I had to put in to like organize my sessions sometimes. And even he was still doing it remotely from Perth, nonetheless, like five hours difference, I think, between the two. So it was like quite a lot, um, but still organizing my my groups and my teams for my sessions and all that sort of stuff. There was just obviously with the time difference, um, every now and again, he had to um, just confirm some things. And, and that was like the first time ever I was just like, man, this is mentally making it so much easier for me to just show up and put the work in that's all I have to do and that's all I should have ever had to do but unfortunately it just hasn't worked out like that until now and I'm really grateful and there's a lot of familiar faces there as well right people that yeah. you've known and you've trained with in the past as well probably at other gyms so it was probably there was probably no like being out of your comfort zone so to say I think that definitely helped having a foundation, a background with a lot of the guys and that familiarity just made it easier for me to integrate with the other guys, I guess, like the newer ones, the people that I haven't met. And that sort of just made it, I guess, easier for the whole team to just accept me. They were just like, oh, these sort of like somewhat senior guys already know her, then she, she must be all right and that kind of thing. And I, I was hoping that it would be that way, but honestly, you never know. And at the end of the day, like I'm still pretty surprisingly introverted and all that sort of stuff. And I still like was like, oh, am I going to fit in? You know, like it's important for me to fit in mentally. It's always going to create a better environment for me training there and everything like that. If you are part of the team and you integrate well, blah, 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 um, it makes it so much easier. Obviously, I don't really necessarily care what people like like me or don't like me, I suppose, but like when it comes to a gym, that's like a whole different scenario. So I definitely thank the fact that I bumped into a lot of these guys overseas in different parts of the world and had a bit of history, maybe, you know, like watch their fight here and there or, or bumped into them in Singapore or seen them in Thailand or seen them in Las Vegas, which has been really, really good. And um, I think even more so, it made it just so much easier. The whole gym culture is just built on sarcasm and caught, like just causing commotions and giving each other shit so for that reason it was just so much easier for me to um roll with the that kind of part of it and I was like this makes it like way way better and so much um so much of a peace of mind for me yeah yeah especially in a sport like you guys are involved in <laughs> yeah. right? you need some of that sarcasm because you can't yeah. be serious oh, all the time it's definitely um, necessary <laughs> yeah. now your your opponent for your return Sinead Cavanaugh was this a matchup that was on your radar or was it something that surprised you when they offered it to you it was definitely on my radar and I th I think I might have even mentioned um after the last fight that I sort of expected a rematch or even before the last fight a rematch of some variety either between Sinead and I or, or Leah and I um, just because of how the division is sitting at the moment and and those the people that they have for and, and where they're at. So it's to be expected. It's definitely something that's come up in the past, but um, it just sort of didn't really serve a purpose directly after the fight. I mean, straight after our original fight and like in the cage, I did tell Sinead that I would run it back whenever she wanted to. Um, and I guess just like things sort of changed, like things moved around and, and then COVID and that happened as well. Um, and fighting over in this side of the world was going to be a little bit harder. Um, and for that reason, it just didn't happen. And, and now I think it's happening at the perfect time to have the rematch. 2018, you fought her that, back then and uh, you had one round with her. What do you remember most from those exchanges, those five minutes? 
Um, I just remember finishing the first round and being extremely excited for the second round. I could just feel how much momentum was on my side. I could feel that at, at that point in time I had figured her out um, for the most part and the confidence going into round two just meant I could let off a lot more um, things. I definitely feel like I won that first round um, and I feel like that's what caused her to go in and try to take me down, which is something that you definitely didn't see back then from her especially. Um, and obviously avoiding that uh, sort of helped me, my momentum even more so. So, yeah, looking back at that fight, I was super excited for a second round. I finally get to have one. It's just four and a half years later. Years have passed since then. Do you see uh, a, a big evolution in her game or do you see just a better version of what you faced in 2018? I think it's like com a combination of both. I think it's an evolution, but it is a, a more refined version of of that four and a half years ago um i mean you can definitely see from my last few performances her grappling and her her wrestling has improved um which was obviously something that i'm assuming that they wanted to work on um if i mean if i was her coach it would be just something to make her a little bit more all-rounded um and for that reason she has you can definitely see the fight iq is there as well in comparison to someone like leah i had sinead in that fight before they they kind of fought and um, and it was for that reason. I just feel like Sinead sort of had that better fight IQ and you can definitely tell now after those years that she's worked on the holes in her game and, and for that reason, she's like a much better version of what she was four years ago. You're going to be fighting in Dublin and she's their baby, right? Basically. So, you know, the crowd's going to be pretty rowdy. What are, you, what are your thoughts on walking out to that? Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. I, I love people getting behind their own countrymen. Obviously, I'm never going to be upset for you guys supporting your own person. I think the funniest thing is, and the kind of surprise, I mean, even like for our original fight, I got a lot of messages and whatnot. And then um, after that fight, I gained a lot of like followers and, and fans and I made a lot of fans not that they like weren't still fans of Sinead or anything they jumped ship as per se but they just became fans of me as well which was kind of cool and knowing that um since like the lead up to this fight I've, I've received a lot of like messages and comments from a lot of people from this side of the world um which is kind of like a cool combination like I'm definitely I'm not against like the entire room being against me and going for Sinead but it's just cool to know that I've got a, a little bit of support as well and that um that this crowd is going to be one of the best I think I'll ever fight in front of, for sure. Have you ever fought in so-called, like, hostile, never hostile territory? Oh, kind. I mean, yeah, like, I fought, like, Hong Kong's baby once in Hong Kong, like, with Ramona. She, especially at that time, she was really, like, on the come up. And I remember they picked me up from the airport, like, the promoter picked me up from the airport. And she was like, oh, yeah, you're fighting, like, our favorite fighter, like, and, and stuff like that. Like, that's how they greeted me. So I was like, oh, cool, like... I, I really was in hostile territory there. I've, I've done it in California when I fought Amber. I've I've done it like pretty much at Connecticut when I fought Jesse, just from Connecticut. I've pretty much fought everyone in their own place. Like even um, like some of the Australian fights and the local fights that I had, I had a fight against a girl from Mackay in Mackay and that kind of thing. So, so yeah, it's definitely something that I'm not unfamiliar with. And I think on the betting like side of things, I've always been the underdog, like pretty much every single time. So that's kind of, I guess, something I'm used to now. What type of performance are you expecting out of yourself in this one? I think the best version you've ever seen. I think this will be finally, I think this will just show what it's like to have a camp organized by somebody else to, to just put in the work and to, to, to know that I, I didn't really concentrate that much on sponsors. I didn't concentrate on branding. I hardly did much socials. Like I did my normal 
casual amount, but um, I, I feel like usually I put a little bit more energy into those kind of things. And it doesn't necessarily take away from the camp. I think it's part of the job. I think you've got to do that. But I think I was just so happy and in the moment and present with the team, the things that we did in between, like to keep my mental state well, and, and then obviously just being accepted by them and then having that kind of meant that they put a lot of effort into me and they put a lot of work into me. And that's what happens. Like this will, this will show what happens when people genuinely believe in me and give me the effort that I think I deserve to help my development and, and work towards a goal. And this is that goal that we've all kind of put a lot of energy into. And I think um, all of that energy will be shown in this, this performance. I'm so excited. Do you feel like you reached like a, a new level of maturity, like in your mindset in the last year or so? Yeah, I even I'm noticing like I've only been here a day, just like the difference between like maybe a less mature version of me that kind of stresses out about silly stuff and and I don't know, just like overworks themselves in some some instances. It's like a combination of maturity and familiarity. I've done this so many times now that it's sort of like almost autopilot, but at the same time it's it's less stressful because I'm just like, like I'm, I'm in a part of the world that I've obviously, I've obviously never been to Dublin before. I've lived in Scotland, but I've never been to Dublin and I've never fought here. Um, but none of this is like stressing me out. This is not unfamiliar. This is not something that I need to get used to or I'm sort of afraid of in a sense. I've fought on the East coast of the US, which is basically just as far from Australia as New Zealand was from here. So I think it's just like a combination of a few things. Um, my personal life, my my change of environment with the gym and stuff that's all aided towards this sort of like mental peace that I've now attained. And I think I've really tried to for a long time. And it's something that you like can try as hard as you want, but it's only ever going to happen when it's meant to. And I think right now is that, that time. And you're still so young as well. You know what I mean? Because when you started fighting for Bellator, you were thrown into the fire. So it seems like you've been fighting forever. Do you, you know, I think some people yeah. look at you that way. Like she's been there forever, but really yeah. you're only 28. Like you pretty much starting out now. You're like hitting yeah. your, your prime, so to say, right? I think so. I think it's funny. Cause like when you do get signed and you get, do get thrown in the deep end, like I did. And I mean, like it's, it's even like, I feel like I didn't even realize at the time, like I was 23 when I got signed to Bellator. I think I had my first fight when I was 24, I think I'm trying to figure it out, but that's so young. Like I'm looking at like all the guys in my gym and I'm like, and, and one of the guys said to me the other day, he was like, oh, well, like you were in Bellator when you were my age or Dan was in UFC when you were my age. And I was like, and look at us now. Like, I was like, <laughs> I was like, that doesn't mean it was like the right thing to do. Like, it doesn't mean like that's always definitely like positive. I was like, I look at, I was like, you're a much better fighter than I was at 24. So there's like a difference in how things are going now. And I feel like when you are at that age, everyone's like, oh, who's this person? Nobody knows who you are. And then all of a sudden someone snaps their fingers and four and a half years, five years later, like you're you're eight fights in and you're just like, whoa, like now I've been here for a while and it, you kind of don't really realize when that happens, if that makes sense. But um, here we are and I, I can't, I couldn't be more excited for, for this point and this next kind of journey in my career. They forget that number one, it's much harder for you to find fights. And yes. number two, they had way yes. more fights when they got to the UFC or to Bellator, wherever it promotes where they're at. And there's more people to, to you. fight. Yeah. Like yeah, everyone wants exactly. to have an MMA fight right now. So it's it's cool. a different situation, right? Um, yeah. February 25th, Bellator 291. You're going to 
be back in action. Go into descriptions, download the All Star app. Janae, thank you so much for the time and uh, yeah, you, talking to you. You know, we we've, we've done a few interviews in the past, and yeah, you seem like a different like person, like it, like mature, like the way you speak even is different. Thank you. I really appreciate that. It's funny, like having an interview like this one where we spoke when, you know, like I, what I think like the Thailand days and, um, and yeah, and I feel like even, um, it's sort of making me compare the differences, but I really appreciate it. And I appreciate, and I love all your success in the last, in that time, that same space. It's so cool to see. So well done. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. It's all because of you guys. It's all because of the, the ANZAC.